0: Funding for Writer's Radio Theater is made possible in part by a grant from Willow Design, a graphic design firm specializing in electronic publishing, consulting, and training. More information about Willow Design North is available the of Texan at 831-6849. Are proud to be the
1: national sponsors of Writer's Radio Theater. Texan Orange Juice is available at local grocery stores in the canned fruit section.
2: And so, gentlemen, in conclusion, although the Roaring Lion logo has served us well here at MGM for many decades, it's time to move on, don't you agree?
3: Right, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, we
2: need a new logo that says the nineties. Oh,
3: yes, oh, oh, nice. right. now
2: I'm not looking for yes men here. Oh, absolutely. No. No, 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 no. oh, yes. Good. After eight months and five million dollars, this is what the consultants have come up with. And to think they found him only three miles from here, rooting through a garbage can in Toluca Lake. I think you'll agree, this is the perfect corporate symbol for the 90s. George, roll the tape, please. <laughs>
4: Up the air, it's the rider on the radio. The long part and channel are done. Get ready for the cowboy show. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride a rope, and wrangle to the tune, we're gonna loop
1: and holler and holler the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, to Slim, the man of many hats. That's me, Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy peddlers and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big printer inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high Yolin Adventure. Ride, row, and ride the We're
4: going to hoop and holler and holler at the moon. Every buck the red and buck the root. There's a place around the fire for you With riders in the sky So come on and let's ride
1: And now with the 2,440 first performance Of their enduring career Here are Riders
5: in the Sky
0: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarats. Thank you, Texas Vicks Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio and this incredible crowd right here in the beautiful downtown Emory Theater here in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'd like to take a second to introduce us and then continue with the show. Very briefly, Too Slim uh, has written a, a his own sequel to Gone with the Wind. Really? He calls it, frankly, my dear, I don't give a hoot. I'm Ranger Doug. idol of American youth. Uh, my sequel was called Scarlet Ribbons. To my right, your left, that's Woody Paul. He he wrote a sequel to uh, Gone with the Wind called The South Will Rise Again, maybe. And of course, Joey the Cow Polka King, whose famous Plantation Polka was the one that was recently released. Anyway, we're going to take a ride now on those wide rolling plains. One, two,
3: three.
4: I want to ride. Ride and yodel while I'm riding on those wide golden plains. I wanna ride, ride with the cowgirl beside me on those wide golden plains. Let the world go by meet the sunny skies where it never ever rains, And settle down, down in some little cow town on those wide roads. I want to ride, ride, and yodel while I'm riding on those wide rolling planes. I want to ride, ride with the cowgirl beside me on those wide rolling planes. Gotta make some haste, got no time to waste, got to catch that westbound train. And I will ride, ride, and yodel while I'm riding on those wide rolling planes.
3: Hey.
1: Stay tuned, folks. Amelia Earhart, Judge Crater, and Jimmy Hoffa won't be back, but Riders Radio Theater will after this meaningful money moment. From First
2: Rational Bank of Tumbleweed Valley, here's Chief Potentate Cashmere Arbitrage. Call me Cash. And speaking of Cash, excuse me, sir, do you have any cash you'd like to deposit in our new full-service 24-hour banking machine? Well, sure. Here's a 20. Fine. Put it in the machine here, and it will automatically be credited to your account. Oops. Looks like the receipt didn't come out this time. Well, that's just one of the little bugs we're getting out of the system, working for you. I want my money back. Nonsense. You don't want your money. It's safely in my hands. That's why it's called a bank, so you don't have to worry about your money. I'll worry about it for you. But is it really safe in there? I hear a lot of banks are shaking. Is it safe? Is it safe? <laughs> oh, my dear depositor, haven't you heard of our revolutionary supply-side account? Sounds like hogwash to me. Well, of course it's hogwash, but at least it's fresh hogwash. Here's how it works. Instead of the ridiculously wasteful practice of paying you interest for the trouble of handling your money, we do just the opposite. We charge 5% for the nuisance of keeping your funds for you. The result? No shaky financing, no government bailout, and a sound, profitable institution of thrift our community can be proud of. Uh, uh, Well, uh, you're still sponsoring that baseball team? Of course. Well, and you can keep the 20. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Savvy Investor. And you out there, come to First Rational Bank, use the 24-hour machine. Let me worry about your money, and always remember, at First Rational, we think we know what we're doing.
1: That's First Rational
2: Bank of Tumbleweed
1: Valley, member F-O-L-D. And now, back to Riders Radio Theater.
0: <laughs> where it's time for the hilarious feature. Letters Ranger Dodge. Well. Like you, Texas picks, yes. Letters to Ranger Doug, where we take the pulse of our listeners, where we find out their dreams, their nightmares, their hat size, their yeah! measurements.
4: Hey, it's Axel, the Pony Express rider.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. Sounds like the crystal statue of Marge Schatz is here. Well, <laughs> pick an envelope out of it at random there, too, Flynn. Oh, uh, okie-dokie. You see, uh, dear Ranger Doug, idol of American youth We listened to your show on KCSN Northridge Here's what happened We were tuning you in like we do every week, honest (laughs) When our beloved Weimaraner, Brutus, started choking We tried everything to help him and nothing worked Then Woody hit a high note on the fiddle and (coughs) Out-pucked the pork chop bone that was the culprit Thank you for giving our dog back to us
0: love the bidwell family Reseda, california
2: well wow. i guess
0: this show means many things to many people <laughs> say woody on the off chance there's another pet out there in respiratory distress how about a little instrumental here
3: well
6: great idea uh, ranger doug joey let's take a wagon train boys one two three <laughs>
2: saved another dog (laughs) there goes a fur ball
0: King of the Cowboys with this, here from Joey.
3: Thank you.
1: Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WVXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. (laughs) Hey, with the saddle pals, we'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme.
3: Number 31.
0: Riders Radio Theater is brought to you locally by Scott Lang, announcer, narrator, and voice characterist.
1: Buggeries and You're listening to Riders Radio
3: Theater.
1: <laughs> and now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode five of the exciting Western melodrama, Monster from Mystery Mountain. <laughs> As faithful listeners will no doubt recall A bevy of bizarre events that plagued Cumbleweed Valley High Sheriff Drywall has arrested himself For failure to pay a $38,000 credit card bill well, I didn't
6: charge any of this stuff My credit card was stolen
3: Oh <laughs>
2: Really? Let me pick up my phone here Pardon me Where was that thing when I needed it? Section SCRU 549 of your credit agreement states that because you failed to notify this bank within five minutes of the theft, you are responsible for every penny charged to it forever. I'm taking out a warrant for your arrest.
1: The high sheriff's credit card was stolen by the black-hearted villain Slocum, who used it to buy the materials he needed as part of a harebrained scheme to turn Charlie, his lackey, into a fire-breathing monster. Then at a big storytelling fest on Mystery Mountain, Slocum unleashed his monster. Unfortunately for Charlie, a leak in his throwing tank turned him into a flaming fireball. Oh, what on earth is that thing?
3: It's going to hit us all!
2: Oh no, is this the end of Riders in the Sky?
1: Time to find out, too, Slim, as we now present episode five, entitled Fire on the Mountain, or When in Doubt, Set the Doofus on Fire. Imagine, if you will, it is the dead of night. You are sitting with a large crowd of people on the side of a mysterious mountain. For the past hour, and by flickering torchlight, you have been listening as one consummate storyteller after another has chilled you to the bone with tales of absolute horror. Then, suddenly, seemingly from out of nowhere, a hideous, fiery monster comes flaming out of the shadows and runs right at you, screaming at the top of his lungs. Yes, what else can you do but panic?
6: Unless, of course, you are the idol of American youth. Woody, Woody Paul, would a number four
0: yodel cause a 300-pound flaming monster to change direction? he a number four yodel, would cause a runaway locomotive to change direction. Well, then stand back, everyone. You better cover your ears, too, if
5: you don't want to have your own direction permanently changed. Oh, oh.
3: turning. He's changing directions. He's
1: running away from us. We're saved. Hooray for Ranger Doug! Hip, hip, and so disaster is averted and the night of terror is over. After a few more rousing hip-hip parades hip, for Ranger Doug, the thrill-filled horror-sated crowd disperses and everyone wearily makes their way home. But it is a long night. Still, eventually dawn breaks. The sun also rises, and an uneasy peace settles over Tumbleweed Valley. At the famed Old Harmony Ranch, breakfast is being served
5: as usual. Hey, twist off your coffee there, Woody Paul. Thanks,
0: God uh, I guess. I guess I'll uh, have a cup of that coffee too, Side Meat, if you don't mind. Hey,
5: sure means you're done. Uh, there you go. Now you twist.
0: Thank you. Thanks, Side.
5: Gosh, Ranger Duck, what are we going to do about that monster we saw
7: last night? Yeah, are we going back up on that mountain on a monster hunt? Yeah.
0: Well, we can't, boys. Not until tomorrow, anyway. Have you forgotten we have to ride over to Hayes City and play a benefit for the public radio singing Cowboys Retirement Home? Oh, yeah. How could we forget that? Our
6: favorite charity. Yeah, I guess that monster hunt will just have to wait till another day. Well, I hope the
5: monster waits, you know, or another day again uh, for us, uh,
0: I hope so, too, side Me. I guess. Not really having the slightest idea what you mean.
5: Well, how do you think I feel? Anyway,
0: I do know that we'd better finish off breakfast here and get on the road to Hayes City if we're going to be there on time for tonight's benefit. Great idea, Ranger Doug. Oh, but we mustn't forget to do the dishes. Oh. It's the, the cowboy, cowboy way.
5: way. Well, let's let the dogs do them. Do side Me, Quiet.
0: While the riders are
1: forced to put off dealing with a monster till tomorrow, that's not the case with a certain concerned citizen of Tumbleweed City who is about to release law and order drywall style on Mystery
2: Mountain. Oh, hi, Sheriff Drywall. It's me on time for a change. Are you here?
6: Of course I am. I'm back here in this jail cell you had me lock myself in. Ah,
2: oh, there you are. Good morning, Sheriff. What's so good about it? Well, not much, really. I guess by now you've heard about the monster on Mystery Mountain last night.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Dottie from the diner told me about it when she brought my breakfast to me a little while ago.
2: Pretty funny. (laughs) Well, I can assure you, sir, those of us who were nearly devoured by it did not find it the least bit amusing. And as you are the high sheriff of this county, I demand to know what you're going to do about it. Well, if it shows up in this jail, I plan to arrest it. Excellent. However, I believe you'd have a better chance of finding it somewhere else. Well, now, that'd be a little hard to do, wouldn't it? Well, I see what you mean. Well, oh, perhaps I acted a little hasty having you lock yourself up over that credit card bill. I'll tell you what. I'll make arrangements to garnish you 100% of your wages for the rest of your life, as well as get an attachment on any estate you may leave behind when you die, and you go ahead and let yourself out of that jail cell. Gosh, thanks, Mr. Arbitrage. Oh, think nothing of it. Now get out there and catch that monster.
6: Yes, sir. I'm on my way. Elated with his regained freedom, the high sheriff
1: hurries off to make preparations for his monster hunt. Along the way, he runs into a snake with a
5: pencil-thin moustache. Where are you heading, sheriff? Oh, I'm on my way to get
6: my big monster truck. You know the one I call Big Bertha? The one with the six-foot-high tires? Oh, that's the one. I'm going to drive it up Mystery Mountain, and I want to get there before nightfall. Mystery Mountain? Aren't you afraid of the monster everybody saw up there last night? Me? <laughs> No at all. Uh, See, I believe it's what we professional law enforcement officials refer to as mass hallucination. Mass hallucination? Yeah, you know, like Madonna and Dan Quayle. And... Oh. <laughs> I don't get you, Sheriff. Well, those aren't real people. They're just mass hallucinations. You
5: know, I believe that's the first intelligent thing I've ever heard you say. Well, thank you, Mr. Slopin. You're welcome. Say, I guess you'll be driving up the main road on Mystery Martin.
6: What's it to you which road I take?
5: Well, I was just curious as to how a fine
6: law enforcement mind like yours works, that's all. Oh, well, nope. I don't plan to go up the main road. Huh? In order to prove to everybody that there ain't no monster up there, I need to go all over it. So I'm going to take the old logging road that winds all around the mountain all the way up to
5: the top. That old dirt road's in pretty poor shape, and there's some real hairpin turns, especially the one by Skull
7: Rock.
6: Yep, I know that. That's why I'm driving Big Bertha them big tires and her tough suspension system, she can go anywhere. Well, I, I got to run, Sheriff. So long. <laughs> All right. So long, Slocum. It's getting late. I better gas up Bertha and get going her.
1: While the high sheriff goes about the business of getting big Bertha, Slocum goes about some business of a different sort. Dirty business in the back room of the Dry Gulch saloon.
5: Wake up, Charlie. Hey, Charlie, tonight... Oh, don't tell me, Slocum. The monster walks again. Exactly. (laughs) Look, boss, I don't want to be the monster anymore. I was nearly burned alive last night. Charlie, there was no danger of you burning alive. That monster suit's all metal. Yeah, it got pretty hot in there, boss. Charlie, Charlie, look, I know we had some problems last night with the monster suit, but I put new fake fur on it, and I've totally redesigned the flamethrower wow. system. So what happened last night can never happen again. Whoopee, Slocum, I don't know. Ah, look, this yeah, new fuel tank's made out of stainless steel alloy. There's no way you can get a hole in it. No way? It's foolproof, I tell you. Why, you'd have to... Throw it off a mountain to put a crack in it. Well, I don't know. You get to get the high sheriff. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> He's driving that big truck of his up on the mountain tonight To prove there's no monster up there He says it's just a hallucination You're gonna change his mind for him <laughs> <laughs> Right
3: <laughs> okay, Here's what you're gonna
5: do He's taking the old logging road So you go up the main road, you get ahead of him and cut him off at Skull Rock That old logging road's real narrow there right. <laughs> As the sun goes down over Mystery Mountain, a
1: huge, tired, bright red pickup truck tools effortlessly up a steep, narrow dirt road that climbs the mountain in a series of breathless hairpin turns. On one side is the sheer rock wall of the mountain; on the other, a straight two thousand feet drop off
6: into oblivion. I uh, ain't seen no monsters yet, and I'm almost as cold rock. <laughs> oh,
3: oh.
6: What? Hey, <clears throat> what's wrong, Bertha? What is it, girl? Oh no, you're out of gas. How could you do this to me, Bertha? Dang. Well, it's a good thing we got a CB here. I'll call Hammerhead Service Station and get him to bring me some gas up here pronto. Let's see, I better use my CB handle here. Let's see, Breaker, Breaker One Nine. This is the Singing Sheriff calling Hammerhead Service Station. I'm back.
7: Hello, singing sheriff. This is a hammer man come back.
6: That's you, Hammerhead? Of course it's me. Who's
7: this come back?
6: This is the singing sheriff. Now, who? Hi, Sheriff Drywall, you blamed idiot. Well, where,
7: where are you, Drywall?
6: I'm on the logging road. Old logging road up here on Mr. Mountain, just about to score a rock. Right.
7: Holy backerel. Haven't you heard about the monster? You better get off of that mountain. <laughs> I can't. Why not? The monster got you.
6: <laughs> of course not. That monster's just a product of mass hallucination. I'm out of gas, Hammerhead.
7: Gas? How'd you do that? Didn't you fill up here just a little while ago?
6: That's a big 10 buddy. I had a fuel, I had a full tank when I left town.
7: Well, how big's your tank?
6: Oh, uh, the whole 20 gallons. How many miles does big Big Bertha
7: get to the gallon?
6: Well, out here on open Road, you get a good two miles to the gallon.
7: Well, how far, how far have you come?
6: Oh, uh, let me check the dormitory here. Uh, 40 miles.
7: Well, there you have it then, don't you? Have what? The reason you ran out of gas. What is it? Simple arithmetic.
6: Oh, there ain't no such thing as simple arithmetic.
7: <laughs> I see what you mean.
6: Quit wasting time and bring me some gas up here.
7: Uh uh-uh, uh, no way, buddy. I ain't coming up on Mr. Mountain after dark. No, siree, Bob Evans.
6: Well, what in tarotation am I going to do?
7: Well, that's a pretty steep road you're on, as I recollect. So if I were you, I'd put it in park, put the emergency on. And get out and the rear wheel. And I get back in, lock the doors, and try to get some sleep. I'll be up there with some gas for you sometime tomorrow morning. But... Ten-four and so long. Good luck, good buddy. You're probably going to need it.
6: Amred, Hammerhead! Hello? Bang. Well, I guess I better do as he says. let see. But then park. Put the emergency on See, I got to get out of here and scotch these tires. <laughs>
1: By now, Mystery Mountain is cloaked in deep night. In the sky, dark clouds scuttle across a full moon. The wind picks up and begins to moan like a lost ghost looking for its soul. Somewhere, an animal begins to howl. As carefully, drywall opens the truck door, drops a ladder, gingerly climbs down it, and using some large
6: rocks and chalks. Big Bertha's massive rear tire. Oh, Oh, me, if there ever was a perfect night for a monster mass hallucination, this is it. What was that? I better do like Hammerhead said and get back in Big Bertha and lock the door. Lock these doors here. Well, I'll just settle back here and wait till morning. What? What? What's this? Huh. Huh. Oh, uh, oh, oh. who's there? Huh. What? Oh, me! Oh, what's going on? Huh.
1: What is going on? What unbelievable horrors await High Sheriff Drywall this fateful night on Mystery Mountain? And surely you must be wondering why Slocum is doing all this. Well, to find out you simply must be here. Same time, same station next week, for Monster from Mystery Mountain. <laughs> Episode six, entitled "Ghoulies, Ghosties, Long Legged Beasties, and Things That Go <laughs> in the Night." It's eerie, perilous, dreadful melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. Yeah! Oh, oh, oh. Oh. And now, here again, our riders in the sky
0: enjoy the California King. Thank you, Texas Mix. It's time for our classic of the West. We want to send this one out to Bob and Molly Lord who listen to Riders Radio Theater over KRCC in Colorado Springs, Colorado. This is Bob Nolan's eerie tale of a prospector and his mule, Cool Water.
3: Water, water, cool water.
4: All day I faced a barren waste without the taste of water. Cool Water. Oh, then and I with throats burned dry and so a-moving, Dan, don't you listen to him, Dan, he's a devil, not a man, and he spreads the burning sand with water. Dan, can you see that big green tree, where the water's running free, and it's waiting there for you and me?
2: Feet are sore, he's yearning
4: for just one thing more than water. Cool water. Like me, I guess, he yearns to rest where there's no quest for water. Guess we'll see you
0: down the trail, saddle pal.
1: Cast and guests of Riders Radio Theater Bunk at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, Two swims Mergentil, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, White Street, Tennessee, 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Bix Bender. Our production, foreman is Campfire Burnt. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King. The producer is Lasso and Larry Ashcraft. Coordinating producer is Jeff Whistle. Our chief engineer is Jamboree J. Crawford. Recording director is Gallopin' George Zahn. Our sound effects honcho is Winchester Tim Springfield. The stage manager is Solid L. Ron Esposito. And our sound engineer, Rope and Rich Fredette. Sundor Products, the makers of Texan brand fruit juices, are proud to be the exclusive national sponsors of Riders Radio
3: Theater. Texan pineapple juice is available at local grocery stores in the canned fruit section.